I suppose anybody to try if they're just feeling a little bit stuck or unfulfilled or they just don't know how to look outside the box or what they need to change or it just sheds a light on again what you need what makes you tick to just get a new perspective on something. Welcome to the Emotional Coach Podcast with me Andrea Splendori and this week my guest is Lisa Grogan. Lisa is a commercial manager with a medical device company and she has recently qualified as a coach. Please subscribe, share and review. It's the only way podcasts like this have a chance to survive. For more information, please visit andreasplendori.com. The title tune is Paralyzed by Nevada. Yeah, so anybody as I've had so far have been coaches or people involved with coaching, but I just thought it's too much of one side. You know, we're all singing the same song, you know, we're all saying the same things. And it's just so I like to have a few perspectives on people that know about coaching, but they also about coaching. You you were a client a couple of times and just like to know a bit about that. And have somebody else come in as well uh, on the podcast that it's... Uh, if somebody else in the course point me out to her, somebody she worked with, and this lady kind of transformed their life through coaching. So just just curious to hear the other side of it. And I think the whole idea of this podcast is to kind of give uh, all of us a bit more of a platform uh, so that it's not just another one of those, uh, oh, yeah, there's another coach. Here's another coach. Here's another coach. You know, it's going to transform my life, kind of unlock my potential or whatever we all say, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really all it is. I have a couple of questions and yeah, anything you want to talk about or you don't want to talk about, whatever that is. Okay, okay. Well, I suppose I could start by telling you how or, or where the whole coaching idea originated from. Yeah. So it was about three years ago and it was my birthday. And I have a written, unwritten rule, never, ever work on my birthday because if anything goes wrong, it's time of millions in my head. So I like to do something positive, go get a massage and then it with good people and just do something different, you know. So three years ago on my birthday, I decided, even though I was in a very good job at the time, money was good, pe- people were great. Um, I just was feeling a little bit unfulfilled and couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. And a friend of mine had been seeing a coach and told me a little bit about it. And I kind of thought, you know what, that might be something worth inquiring about. So... I picked up my friend, got the number off her, rang the lady she recommended, and she said, um, great, when do you want to set up a, an introductory session? And I said, well, would you believe today is my birthday? And if by any chance, are you free now? <laughs> Sorry about the late notice. And she was like, you want, to, you want to do this on your birthday? I was like, today is the perfect day. I just need to make a change. And just this just feels right. So she was like, oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> so we met up in a coffee shop about an hour later. And she kind of just wanted to know a bit about the background. I, I said a lot of positives, just feeling a little bit lacking in direction. I know I want to change. Haven't got a clue where to start. So um, I suppose this is why I'm here. So we decided to do a few sessions together. And it just kind of opened my eyes up to a few different things. I kind of thought, when do we ever get a platform to self-reflect and just to be able to bounce things off and to be respectfully challenged in the right way as well you know because 
it, there is a bit of a skill behind that side of things, you know, and if, if I think of our friends or family did that, we could be quite resistant to it just as an automatic reaction. So to have somebody outside to be able to give you a new perspective on things was something quite new to me and like simple, such basic things. And I would consider myself to have quite good awareness. But I mean, when someone's asked me, what are your values? What do you need in your life? I was like, well, these seem like pretty important questions. And I don't know. <laughs> it kind of, I suppose, shed a light on no wonder we're kind of walking around feeling a little bit unfulfilled sometimes is because we haven't taken the time to sit with what we want and sit to think of what direction we want to go in. This autopilot, you know, is, is a terrible thing. And we kind of just drift from day to day and yes we're absolutely achieving you know doing things and stuff like that but are they the right things you know so anyway I worked with that lady and she highlights highlighted some things for me that um I re realized I needed in a job and when I looked at my current role although it was a great job it didn't have a lot of the things that I felt I really needed and I was at the age where I wanted a career and I wanted to just get my teeth into something so it was important for me to find something that was right and it was interesting after that because I did apply for a few jobs. And when I was walking into the interviews, it was kind of more like, do you have what I need? Because now I know what I need. So it just changed a bit of perspective and it gave me quite a bit of confidence as well. Anyway, I am luckily and a few months later, I got the job that I'm in today. And for me, it's a dream job. You know, it's God, I, I just it had elements of things that I, I needed like uh, autonomy, variety, and um, well, now I get to coach a team, which is something I kind of came on down the line, um, but just to be challenged in a role, which I kind of needed, you know, loads of little things that, that the coaching highlighted for me, I found in this, in this role. And I can't have to say, I have, it's been, I've been happier than I have been in years, you know? So the company itself is very proactive with regards to coaching and personal development and it's a global company and I hadn't really worked in a company I suppose at that scale before with that mindset so I was hearing these terms a lot more often and I kind of thought do you know what it's something that I want to find out a little bit more about so I took on a different coach at the time because the first coach was more of a life coach then I decided that I wanted to excel in my job so I, I, I found a business coach and he was able to again really helped me identify where I wanted to take the business because as a manager I was um area manager I was taught to you know you were treated as your own company you know um and I was looking after I'm looking after a company that oversees Ireland so it was important for me to have I suppose a clear vision and goals to set and stuff like that so I started working with him and then I kind of thought do you know what? This is not just for me. I want to develop my team and take them to the next level because we are in sales, but I didn't want them being the run of the mill salespeople. I want them to build relationships with their customers because that's the way things are going. You know, it's all about relationships now and how we can meet people on a bit of a deeper level. So that's where the coaching really fit in. So I'm a bit of a bookworm, a bit of a geek. I feel like I have to do a course to be qualified to talk about anything. It's a bit of a running joke with my friends and family. So I did a bit of digging and research and came across Kingston College and I kind of wanted something on executive leadership because it was for work at that time that I wanted to hone in on some skills. And 
it was the perfect course for what I needed. And then they were running a course and after that on wellness, corporate wellness. Um, and again, with my background, it, it seems to work very well. But just looking at coaching in general, I think it's a life skill. You know, even if looking back now, I wasn't doing it for work. It's something I, I'm glad I did and I would do over and over again. Because it's funny, when we think something's not right with our life, we just kind of think, oh God, I should go to a counsellor or a psychologist or somebody to fix something in the past that's affecting our present. When actually it can be just our present that we're unhappy with and we need to figure out how to improve our present, sorry, fix our present to improve our future. And that's what coaching is. It really kind of teaches you what do you have in the now? Because all we have is now. Mm. You know, and if we don't change it now, obviously going forward, nothing will change. Um, so it's something I would actually recommend, I suppose, anybody to try if they're just feeling a little bit stuck or unfulfilled or they just don't know how to look outside the box or what they need to change or it just sheds a light on again what you need what makes you tick to just get a new perspective on something because I suppose when we're going through life we look at life through a lens and that's a lens based on our beliefs and our background and our childhood and you know all that kind of thing that has has made us who we are and often somebody has just sent something to me challenge me in a certain way of, of my way of thinking through my whole life and I'm like oh god a new perspective interesting and again it just opens up a door and that's for me what coaching does Brilliant. now let me go back a little minute because now you have an awareness that has been created by you receiving coaching and you studying coaching and etc etc so you're kind of in this world now and you understand it and you you enjoy it you believe in the in the positive effects of it but if i can bring you back even before that fateful birthday three years ago <laughs> <laughs> no because you mentioned something and i'm not going to ask you your age but you mentioned something you were at, a, at an age where you needed a career so there's that societal um thing that we're we're programmed to follow a certain path a certain career we get to a point we want more we're told mm -hmm. we need to have a label you know manager etc 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 but just if you can cast your mind back before that faithful day what was it like i mean where did you have that awareness of something that it was it, it, such such a thing like a coaching option out there for you or how did you come about or, or was it just before you got like what, what was happening in work what were people in your situation what were they doing what, what was this where was the support um to to go down this path mm. or why i chose this path um well i don't know if i'd call it a society thing i don't mind tell, tell my telling my age i'm 38 years old proud to uh proud to say it um i um, I'm single and I have no dependents or anything like that. And for me, I have this dream and maybe the coaching helps with this as well. I want a farm. I want land. I want a farm. Right. Uh, that for me is, is, my, is my goal, you know, and I suppose I had the goal. So <clears throat> this coaching gave me the steps to get there because I suppose when we have this lovely picture in our head, it, the hard part is figuring out a pathway to get there. Mm because we just don't sit there and kind of think about it um so i suppose that's where yeah i suppose that's where so again part of the job that i'm in now at the moment is part of the plan the coaching is put together for me at the start 
but I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a society. Well, as far as I, I don't think so anyway, I suppose just from, I want to set up a life for myself and um, a steady career and progression and all that is kind of stuff that really fulfills me. Love to be challenged. Many aspects of life. Love that challenge keeps me, keeps me going. Well, that's a, that's a, a wonderful. I, it's the last thing I would have. Uh, no, this is the one things that teach us not to mark down or mark or whatever the word it is. Mark down when you see somebody, you, you make up your own mind about the person you're sitting across. And the farmer was the last thing I would have thought you'd be interested in. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure you do. And uh, that's fabulous. Uh, just before asking another question, what are you going to do on the farm? Uh, it's not going to be like a big, huge working farm or anything like that. But I just, I love walking the land. I'm from Kildare now originally, living out in Greystones now at the moment. So now I have my sea and I have the mountains. So I'm blissfully happily, happy. Um, I just I just love walking the land in the evenings. That's something I used to do as a child. And then a friend of mine, um, well, so I was in a relationship and then they had land. And just, I, I remember walking through there in the evenings, like doing nothing, just literally walking around. And I just thought, this is it for me. Like the peace I got from it, the fulfillment. I just, it's like, that's, yeah, that's something I need in my life. Wonderful. Retirement. I'll have two of everything, my little farm arc. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. But just talking about Kildare, and you were saying earlier about the, the you know, the, the way we are, you know, the way who we are, the, the reasons why we are who we are. Just tell me a little bit about, give me a little bit of biography of growing up and all that. Just I want to form a bit of an idea how, where this awareness come from. Okay, so came, well, so one, oldest of two children. Um, went to a very good school, to a couple of very good schools in Dublin. Um, didn't know what I wanted to do, so loved English. Ended up um, doing journalism, have a degree in journalism. And then, again, when I finished that, wasn't too sure what direction to take, but I was interested in kind of beauty industry as something I kind of more wanted to do part-time than anything else. So did that for a little while. And then a new opportunity came up for me locally where I lived um managing a dental clinic so I did that for a few years and then that kind of expanded and I am um, I ended up uh, managing I suppose a few different dental clinics went travel or bought a house the big thing for me was buying the house whatever it is I just that security of having my own place so I bought a house when I was 25 <laughs> and then I had some of the girls move in for a while we had great few years together and then I went traveling and that was a huge thing for me absolute life changer something if I looking back now if I could change one thing about my life it would be to do that sooner and if I had children I'd be like you need to get out the door at 18 and go experience life <laughs> in another country for a while it's just yeah it's it's a game changer um and then I came back at a couple of other good opportunities and um, managing um yeah, best was um, retail and then fashion. And then I went traveling again because I just wanted a bit of a reset. And yeah, I suppose well, I'll end up getting back into the dental thing incidentally, which was a great experience. And I got some skills that I needed again to be in the role that I'm in today. So it kind of all worked out. As Steve Jobs says, you can't connect the dots looking forward, but looking back, they seem to connect <laughs> some way or another. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it? I'm with you on the traveling and I'm trying to encourage my son, especially now, unfortunately, with COVID and there's nowhere mm. to go just yet. But what was with traveling that kind of you say was a life changer? But looking back now, a few years later, what was the life changing moments? What I really loved about traveling was 
you could just be yourself. You know, your identity is completely scrapped. You can start afresh. You don't know what's going to happen from the morning till the night time. And as my coaching, I need variety. Uh, so it hugely ticked that box. And you, I, I'd be quite introverted. And that can hold me back sometimes. So when you're traveling on your own, you're literally staying in a hostel and there's people in a corner and you have a choice. You can stay on your own or you can actually go and, you know, make the effort and make some friends. And it pushed me to do that, which gave me a lot of confidence. And even when I came back, I found I was a lot more open to talking to people. And it's not that I would, would have ever been unfriendly. I'm always very friendly, but just I'd have to go outside my comfort zone. And I'm a true believer in if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. You got to push yourself as much as it is uncomfortable at times. And it teaches you to be very open-minded, gives you a new perspective on things again. I've met lovely people from around the world who I'd still be in contact with and just experience different cultures. Um, oh yeah, I just think it's amazing. It doesn't need to be months and months and months. It can be a week or two weeks holidays, but I say to my friends, go and stay in a hostel, meet some people. Don't lock yourself in a hotel room for a week. You know, you just won't get the same experience. So I suppose it's about the people. Brilliant. That's interesting you say you're an introvert. I just ordered a book called Quiet, which I'm sure you read. I don't know if you ever read it, but anyway, it's all about introverts and I believe it's fantastic. I haven't, hasn't come in yet, but, uh, but introvert is, is, is something that fascinates me because again, a bit like the farm, you don't come across as an introvert. Uh, really? <laughs> and we met this a couple of times, uh, not, not, not enough for me to make up my mind, but you don't come across as an introvert. But I'm curious about that introvert going to a coach and having to open up and mm -hmm. also now that you're starting to coach your team how does that mm -hmm. work being an introvert tell me a bit about that so being an introvert in work the biggest challenge for me um was i started i'm in the company nearly two years now and would you believe the first day of my job they brought us all to thailand for a big sales conference. My friends were put, I was putting up on social media and you know, pictures of Thailand. They're like, I thought you were starting work today. I was like, this is my first day. It was amazing. But there is um, there's five other managers at, at my level and they're all in the UK and they're all male. So I was the only little girl coming in. <laughs> and they had to each stand up on stage and present. And I just thought, oh my God, I will leave this company before I have to do that. And it really bothered me after that, that it upset me so much. And I, it was such a limiting belief. And I was like, I don't like things to control me. And this is something that's, that I need to get a control, get control of. So I tried to do the quick fix. I went home and got hypnotized. <laughs> I was like, how is the quickest route to getting this solved? Um, so that unfortunately did not work for me. That was one of the reasons why I took on the business coach was to help me with that. Um, I've even been to business like psychologists, I've been on public speaking courses, I've tried to join Toastmasters, um, I literally reached out to any resource that I could and I find again coaching would be good for this because um, in our course we're going to stand up before COVID um, and try and present a little bit. So I suppose the, the business coach pushed me to look for opportunities where I could do things like that and little things for example if this was you and me two years ago we wouldn't be having this conversation and no. um, yeah it was it's oh I, and when I look back how I've managed to dodge the whole public speaking thing for years 
is unbelievable. It was a bit of a skill, actually, you know. But I've spoken to some of my friends since because I know what a hold it had over me. And uh, they would have said the same. And it's amazing how we have to just, or I suppose we need someone to hold us accountable. And I think coaching did that for me um, with the public speaking. Now, I definitely have not got it mastered. It is definitely a work in progress. But it's working with a coach, uh, actually, who I met on the course. Um, and now I would consider him a very good friend. He's just, of course, was a mentor and a coach and encouraging. And it's great to have someone to give me feedback and I can bounce things off and I can send him recordings of something that I want to do. And he, you know, very, very um, constructive, constructive criticism or whatever feedback that I get. Brilliant. That's interesting. So, yeah, it is something that... Uh... It's uh, I am the opposite. I love the the fear factor, so I do throw myself into things that really? I don't particularly. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it seemed to be one way to go forward. But see, look, we're all different. But uh, that's interesting that that works for you. And because uh, I noticed just a couple of days ago, recently, you just did some you facilitated some some webinars or something online, mm-hmm. which I suppose it's not quite standing on stage, but still, you have to talk to a number of people. Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't easy, and there were sleepless nights, and you know, but. I had to do a big presentation and work a couple of weeks ago, actually. And my bo- I, I stupidly asked my boss about a month ago for a, for a, a performance review. And he said, typical coach, what do you feel you need to improve on? <laughs> and I said, well, I know the confidence piece is still not where I need it to be. And he's like, what do you feel that you need to do to get there? And <laughs> um, put myself in the position. So, a lady I was actually coaching before ran this group and said to me, would I mind speaking at it? And I kind of thought, you know what? This is a lovely opportunity to be able to talk about something that I I believe in, you know, that I'm passionate about. And above anything else, it can actually help people. And it's such t- simple, basic tips just to give people a bit of a perspective or a strategy to, to kind of, um, I suppose, you know, the particular talk was to kind of make people a bit happier, especially during COVID times and just, I suppose I'd like that give them some tools. Brilliant. Now, just to uh, round it up and finish off, we, we both studied that corporate well-being, which I thought was a fabulous uh, uh, course. It gave me a lot of lot of food for thought. But you are now in a position where you are using what you've learned with your team for the right reason. As you said at the beginning of this conversation, you wanted to have your team experience what you've experienced in, in terms of going forward not looking back or your beliefs etc just moving forward mm-hmm. and i know it might be early days but do you see anything because that's one of the main things that we keep coming across is how do you quantify it's not a performance review it's not a you know it's it's something that it's hard to quantify the, the well-being of somebody and uh, how do you do you see any changes with your team already or what do you think well, the well-being is probably a little bit too soon um to be honest i thought the executive life coaching tools are something that I, I got time to i suppose spend more time on and to work with a few clients at the time and i just think it's unbelievable how quickly you see changes in people and i suppose you're checking in with somebody every couple of weeks and the fact that you need to have actions at the end of each session really just and it doesn't need to be big steps it just can be two or three simple things that people do and that's I suppose the key of it when we think of for example I need to do a lot of stuff at the moment to set up the coaching thing and it's going to all appear at the minute but I need to just break it down into bite sizes and all I need to do is a little bit each week and I know that I'll get there so um or for some people that I've worked on 
again, challenging those limiting beliefs and something that they, for example, this girl was uh, doing yoga and she said, um, she was trying to find what she wanted to do in life. And I said, when was the last time you got lost doing something? And she's like, oh, well, I love yoga. I was like, oh, why would you do that? And she was, well, I'm a, a trained teacher. I was like, oh, but you're not doing it as a career. She's like, oh no, there's no money in it. I was like, who told, how do you know that? I said, oh, it's just known in the industry. I was like, oh, good old facts and figures. I love that. <laughs> and, and she texted me there recently and was like, I'm running a six week course and I have something like 27 people. Right. And it was just amazing to hear that some simple questions and a bit of reflection and some, to give someone time to work on themselves can get them to push through those barriers and do something that they really enjoy doing. Yeah. So Brilliant. So tell me, um, how quickly are you going to get the farm? When are you going to get your farm? So good question. <laughs> I am aiming for about three, hopefully three years. Fabulous. Is it, it, be, it could be five years, but we'll see. <laughs> is, it be, is it going to be in Ireland or is it going to be abroad? Definitely in Ireland. I am. Um, I moved to Greystones nearly a year. Oh God, nearly two, a year and a half, a year and a half ago. And this is it for me. You know, it's just a different way of life. We go sea swimming pretty much every morning, which has given me a sense of fulfillment. I never knew that I would have. It's our social life now. Obviously with COVID, we, we can't enjoy the... Um, the, the nights out but I enjoyed the mornings just as much you know it's lovely camaraderie and challenging ourselves and listening to the screams whenever we get in the water in the morning it's just fun you know uh, and then like that I have I have the mountains on the other side and I love being outside so yeah this is this is it fabulous coaching and, coaching and coaching for the future that's you're gonna you're planning to set up your own coaching practice as well as carry on working yeah that's right um I wasn't again I only did it initially to coach my team but as it's happened I suppose my background for the last maybe 14 years on and off would have been in, in dentistry and I ran very successful clinics and I feel now with the two sets two skill sets there's a lot that I can offer people and I've even talked to other people about their businesses and I have it I feel a really good sense of fulfillment when I'm doing that so I'm probably going forward going to do coaching yes in the evenings and weekends outside of my current role and then who knows down the line where where it'll lead but it's nice to have a bit of variety <laughs> as I said <laughs> absolutely that's brilliant and we'll, we'll put all the details of your website and everything on the on the show notes anyway for people want to get in touch with you right. and uh, Lisa Grogan thanks a million for your time really appreciate it really enjoyed it thank you